I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. It's Thursday, the day before the Crystal Palace versus Tottenham Hotspur Premier League game. Eight o'clock tomorrow night, Friday night football, and an opportunity for Tottenham to go five points clear at the top of the Premier League. I don't think that has ever happened in my lifetime. And I know what you're thinking. We're Spurs fans, so of course we've got this great opportunity, even if it's only five points till Saturday and Sunday when the other teams around us play. It's a great opportunity, and usually when we have these opportunities, we don't take them. Well, we had an opportunity to go back to the top of the league last weekend, Monday night, sorry, and we did it. That's because things are different now. It's big Ange. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I think, I feel confident that Tottenham will go five points clear at the top of the league on Friday night away at Crystal Palace. I'm going to talk you through how in this match preview. But guys, don't forget, if you're listening to this on the podcast and not viewing it, it's available to view youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe or follow the podcast on all your favorite audio podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Just go to the search in that podcast platform and look for the Spurred On podcast. It really helps if you can follow and subscribe and leave comments and then I can keep this going every single day. As you know, daily content all about Tottenham Hotspur. So let's get into the match preview. Crystal Palace away, not an easy game. We did beat Palace away 4-0 last season, but that was before... I think, I'm pretty sure it was before they brought Roy Hodgson back on board to kind of save their season. And he has tightened them up. They've not had a great start to this season at all. But I think a lot of that is down to injuries. I'm going to take you through some of their results going back from the most recent. So they lost 4-0 to Newcastle. A big hammering there. But let's face it, anyone who goes to uh, St. James's Park at the moment... 
they can get blown away just like we did, weren't we? 5-0 down at St. James's Park after about 25 minutes last year. Before that game, they drew 0-0 at home with Forest. Not a lot going on there. That's not a very impressive result, to be honest. But like I said, Palace have got big injury issues at the moment. They did go to Old Trafford before that Forest game, though, and win 1-0 with a goal from Anderson. It was an absolute beauty into the top corner. And uh, shocked United at Old Trafford. Uh, putting the pressure even more on Eric Ten Hag. So it does show in the big games they can produce and Hodgson can keep it tight for them. They'll play narrow and try and stop us from playing the football we want to play. Before the United game, they drew 0-0 at home with Fulham. They lost 3-1 away to Aston Villa. They beat Wolves 3-2 at home. Gary O'Neill's Wolves. Everyone's been impressed by Gary O'Neill since they saw him go through his training um, tactics on Monday Night Football. Uh, last week, uh, earlier this week, sorry. They drew one all away at Brentford, which is a good result. Uh, they lost at home to Arsenal 1-0 and they beat Sheffield United away 1-0. So that's their results this season. A bit of a, a mix and match, but like I said, over the last kind of three, four weeks, they've lost their best players. Those players are Michael Elise and uh, Eze, their two most gifted forward-thinking players. And whenever we've played Crystal Palace uh, in previous years, especially away, I've always worried about Wilfred Zahar. And of course, he joined Galatasaray in the summer. So he's not there either. That, to me, leaves them a little bit toothless up front. I'm pretty sure if we can keep a clean sheet, then we will win this game. They also have a couple of other injuries. The goalkeeper, Dean Henderson, is out, as is James Tompkins, who's always played well against us before for his various teams. Dean Henderson being out isn't too much of a miss for them because they've got Johnson, the keeper, who has also recently made the England squad. And I think he actually even played a game for England. So as I mentioned, previous fixtures away at Palace for Spurs. We won 4-0 there in January. Harry Kane scored uh, and that was a good game. But like I said, I think that was before Hodgson went back. Before that, the game before that was all the way back in uh, September 21 under Nuno, where Palace beat us 3-0 at Selhurst Park and I very much remember that because we had won our first three games of the season including beating Manchester City at home 1-0 and I went on holiday and found a bar on the first day of my holiday with a pool there a perfect bar they had the game on and Tottenham lost 3-0 and we were terrible absolutely appalling if memory serves we had a man sent off as well before that in December 2020 we drew one all at Selhurst Park before that July 2020 drew one all again and the previous game to that was the FA Cup game in January 2019 where Palace rolled us over 2-0 at Selhurst Park. So despite the fact that we won 4-0 in our previous game there last season, it's not been a happy hunting ground for us. And the fact that it's a night game, they'll have their ultras up for it and they've not been on a great run. I think the atmosphere there will be good and we're going to need to quieten them down. Can we get an early goal? Can we quieten Selhurst Park on a Friday night and get that early goal and enable us to play Ange Ball how we like to play it? It's, you know, I'm going into those previous results at Sellers Park because I think it's worth talking about. I've gone into their team news, the fact they've got injuries. I think it's worth thinking about, especially if you're a betting man and you want to put some, do some gambling. But I do think this is a new Tottenham Hotspur. This is Big Ange. He will not have them complacent. I think the fact that he went in on them a little bit for their second half performance against Fulham in the press conference earlier this week is his way of saying, do not... Do not think this is going to be easy, any of these games. You've got to be on it all the time. And any 1% or 2% drop-off, it makes a difference. And we did give Fulham some chances in that game. So, injuries or no injuries, bad form or no bad form, if we don't get up for it to our top level, then Palace will be a very difficult game. And they could turn us over. But like I said... 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. New Spurs, as far as I'm concerned. So I do not think that's going to happen. Let's talk about the Spurs team news. As everybody knows, Eve Basuma is back from his suspension. He still will be on four yellow cards, though. So if he gets booked, he'll then be suspended for the Chelsea game. I do think... Big Ange will play him. I think it's it's all about next game. You can't look too far ahead. He will start, but it'll be interesting to see whether Basuma, you know, if there's a possibility where he needs to do a kind of what I would call a professional foul, as in a, a midfielder breaks away from him and they've got a transition where we're lacking in players. Will he take that man down knowing that he's he would miss the Chelsea game? That'll be interesting. But uh, I think we'll need Basuma in this game, so I'm pleased that he's back. Destiny Adoggi, uh, and has just announced in the press conference on Thursday afternoon that he is still to be assessed. That's not good news as far as I'm concerned because he said also Pat Matasar, who went off in the Fulham game, is fit. He said it only took him 24 hours to recover, whereas he hasn't said the same about Destiny Adoggi. And also, I think this is very relevant... He said that Ben Davis has recovered from a knock. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Ben Davis comes in for Destiny Adoggi against Palace away. We will miss Destiny Adoggi. I think anybody who's watched all the games this season, it's fair to say, will know that we will miss him. The way that he takes the ball in those inverted central midfield positions when we've got it is unbelievable. And Ben Davis is good on the ball and he's a good passer. He's an underrated passer actually, but he doesn't have that ability to take it either way and to make the opposition doubt which way he's going to go and where he's going to take it. So we will miss him. We did miss him when he went off after about 60 minutes against Fulham. And if he doesn't play tomorrow night, you know, I think that will take something away from us. But if he's got something, I don't think Ange will risk him. And I think he'll want him for Chelsea. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Davis plays. So this is the team that I think will start. It'll be Vicario in goal, Pedro Porro at right back, Romero and Van der Ven carrying on their fantastic centre-back partnership. Crystal Palace do have a physical side, so we'll need their strength. And uh, they've also got some pacey players like Edouard up front, Jordan Ayew, so they'll need Van der Ven's pace as well. Then, like I said, I think it'll be Ben Davis probably who comes in over Destiny, but if Destiny does make it, then all the better. Uh, then Bissouma will come in at defensive central midfield for Pierre Hoiberg, who I think is a bit unlucky. But the fact that Ange said that Saar is fit and bounced back so quickly means I think Saar will play. Part of me was wondering, will he play Hoiberg instead of Saar if Saar's got a bit of a knock? Hoiberg did play well. It'd be interesting to see how Hoiberg did in that kind of slightly further forward role with Bissouma behind him. But my instinct is is that he'll probably he'll probably stick with what's been working. So he'll go Basuma and Saar and Madison and then Richarlison on the left, Son up front, and Deki Kulisevsky on the right. In terms of predictions, I'm going two one Tottenham Hotspur. Got a feeling maybe Palace will score from a set piece. 
We've not looked that great defending set pieces this season. Like um, Paulinha had the header in the first uh, 20 minutes of the game against us for Fulham on Monday and uh, Vicario had to make that great save. There have been quite a few occasions from corners and free kicks where the opposition have got the first header in and I think there's only so long where that can't hurt you. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But got a feeling that Palace will score but I think we'll have too much for them. And as I said earlier, if we can get an early goal and really quieten that crowd, maybe we can go 2-0 up and win that game kind of 2-1. That's my prediction. Hopefully we keep a clean sheet though and I'm wrong. I have gone for goal scorers Richarlison and so on. I think this is going to be Richarlison's time. It's going to be a, a big game, night game, small little ground, big atmosphere. I think Richarlison's getting himself in some great positions. Yes, he's missed some chances, but I also think he's been unlucky. That shot that just went wide on that was perfect technique from him. He was just unlucky. And I think this is the game where maybe he'll get one, maybe even from a set piece, a flick on from a corner or something like that. And he'll get an important goal. And I think Sonny will score again as well. He's just on fire at the moment. We're making chances for him. Apparently, from what I've heard, he is not training fully at the moment. We're kind of treating him with uh, wrapping him in cotton wool a little bit. And uh, therefore, I think he'll be ready for the game. And I think we'll make a chance for him and he will score. So that's what I'm saying. 2-1 to Tottenham Hotspur. Guys, what do you think the score will be? Let me know in the comments below if you're on YouTube. And also, let me know what team predictions you've got for it. And also, at the moment, just let me know how you're feeling about being a Spurs fan. It's really a fantastic time. Long may it continue tomorrow night. As I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast, it's my birthday on Saturday. So, Big Ange, come forward with the best birthday present ever for Spurs to be top of the league going into my birthday on Saturday by five points. As I said at the beginning, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, do please follow or subscribe at whatever podcast platform you use, be that Spotify, uh, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Just search for the Spurred On Podcast in the search platform there. And if you're listening on the podcast, please do follow as well on YouTube so you can see my silly little face as I get excited about Spurs. I'm at youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>